Georgia Wealth Advisors LLC is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Centers for Disease Control and or any other government agency. Situation. Your retirement is at risk. Mission. In order to help secure your nest egg, Ranger Tom will infiltrate your financial situation, detect, close in on, and help minimize threats to your retirement. Execution. Using a three-pronged approach that includes social security maximization, the color of money risk analysis, and tax protection strategies, our team will work tirelessly to help protect your golden years. Sustainment. Using the Generational Vault, Ranger Tom is able to continuously monitor your financial life. Command and Control. Ranger Tom from Georgia Wealth Advisors is the lead on this mission. He has many years of experience in the financial services industry. And now, here is Operation Retirement with Ranger Tom. Well, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It's me, Ranger Tom. That's Tom Lowry from Georgia Wealth Advisors with another episode of Operation Retirement. I hope you guys are having a great Sunday afternoon. And I tell you what, folks, today we're going to talk about the history of Social Security. I'm going to talk about the the politics that were involved. And and it's kind of related to kind of how politics is surrounded this coronavirus thing, I think. So uh, we're just going to talk about history of Social Security, folks. Um, uh, And if you ever have questions about your Social Security, feel free to call us. But right now, I'd like to say hi to my uh, co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. Now, Tony reminds me of that old movie star, Cary Grant, if Cary Grant was addicted to pizza also. Tony, how are you doing? Well, you know what? I I am I am addicted to pizza. That's true. Um, usually, people say I look like Brad Pitt if he really let himself go. Yeah. Um, but but uh, but Tom, how have you been? What's going on now? You've been really busy meeting with folks, uh, even during this time, uh, doing virtual meetings, things like that, uh, helping people. Right? Would Tony, deal with all their financial issues. Tony, I think with every seed of adversity lies with it a seed of equivalent or even greater benefit for those who have a positive mental attitude on any situation. And to me, Tony, I'm working too hard right now. We are seeing it. It's a lot easier for our clients to visit with us um, now from their home, simply on their iPad or their computer uh, through a video conference. Um, we're able to do everything you folks can do coming into our office, right? I can show them reports right there on their screen. We can talk about strategies. Um, we can then uh, decide we want to um, move money around and all the paperwork that's retired. Uh, <coughs> sorry about that. The paperwork's not retired, is it, Tony? It's required. Yes. But all the paperwork required, Tony, now is all digitally anymore. So uh, it's true. We're able everything's to do everything everything's online. Yeah. Yep. So we're able to help actually more and more people and their folks that, that I, may, I may not have had time to speak to. And for folks, we love talking to you. We love a, a quick, um, I, I'm saying, Tony, a 30-minute or 30 minute or an hour webinar appointment with me, I'll give you 25 years of experience in retirement planning. <clears throat> and wow. folks are getting their questions answered. So it's really neat. But, you know, Tony, t- t- get back to the subject today because we could talk about that all day is, is about Social Security. And, you know, we've talked on many shows, however many years we've been on the air together about 
the filing strategies. And uh, Tony, when we started the on the radio show, remember there were um, strategies you could use. There was file and suspend. That you know there was a restricted application that went away. Uh, Social Security was having to reduce those benefits because of the cost uh, in paying Social Security. So, but we've never really talked about the history how Social Security even started, Tony. Where did it start? So I thought that would be a great subject uh, for today's conversation. Yeah, yeah. So uh, how did it start? I mean, I, I it, it was tied to um, uh, maybe it was tied to some war benefits or veterans benefits. Well, so, so, so let's go way back, Tony. Okay. Um, because really Social Security and Social Security benefits, if you look at it throughout the entire world, the first really Social Security program was way back in 1889 in Germany by a guy named Otto von Bismarck. And at that time, it was a state-run pension system, and it was under a pay-as-you-go method. Hmm. However, back in 1889, this Otto von Bismarck was one smart bunny because he made the retirement age at age 70, and in 1889 in Germany, the average life span, Tony, was only age 48. So there oh. were an awful lot of workers, right? So very right. few very few folks made it to the age of 70. So you had many workers to pay for those few workers. So that's how it originally started. But here in America, it was introduced in 1935, and it was under the Roosevelt administration. And the reason it, it evolved was it was kind of an answer to the increasing lifespans. But also, if you remember, Tony, 1935, we were coming out of all those hardships related to the Great Depression. So it was kind of a way to help that. Now, what, what they wanted to answer, so the Democrats and Republicans or the conservatives and the liberals of their day, very much like we see the coronavirus. So I kind of tie it into today. We see states that are wanting to open up, folks getting back to work, think, think that the state should be responsible and the people should be responsible for their health to go out and get them. But you got other states that think they need to be locked down and we need to be safe in there. Well, back in 1935, the debate was, should this be a dole out or an insurance plan? You know, so, you know, it's obviously called Social Security insurance. And when you, when you uh, retire, your monthly benefit at your full retirement age is called your primary insurance amount. So it's an insurance program. It's not a dole out. So a dole out program would be a pay-as-you-go program. So what happened here, it was real interesting, is they had to get it. So there was such an argument. I mean, it was breaking up Congress like it always does. You know, they think, um, you know, we've got a political divide now. Well, 1935, we had that too. So they had this Committee on Economic Security. It was a, there was a sub-cabinet group. It was headed by uh, the Secretary of Labor. Now, her name at the time was Frances per Perkins, wonderful lady. And she developed the uh, original proposal. Now, President Roosevelt himself, he wanted a little bit of a an income security just for those in need you know for folks everybody was having a tough time so 
he, as far as politics, wanted to make sure he had some kind of security. Um, but he did feel like that individuals needed to be able to contribute, right? We're, we're the country of individual ruggedism and self-reliance. So our Social Security, we pay into Social Security, right, Tony? It's not something the government gives us. It's right. one of the reasons I think it's important that you maximize it. This yeah. is money you've paid in. Yeah. So, so it's an insurance, and it's a self-finance. So Roosevelt agreed. So Tony, way back in 1935, the way they pictured Social Security was that it went into your own account, and you put your money in. This was your insurance plan, and then this account would grow, and then that would be your account to get a lifetime income out of. Well, that doesn't quite work that way, does it? No, no, it, it doesn't. Uh, and, you know, when our government's involved, uh, things can happen. Uh, you pay in and, and then you get a set check uh, for life and retirement, which is great. Uh, that's basically what an annuity is, right, Tom? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, but what happened was when, uh, you know, when we figured, so here's what happened politically. So, you know, here we would have had accounts. We would have been able to say, well, in my Social Security, I paid into this much. Here's what I'm going to get for the rest of my life. Here's my wife gets. If my if I'm disabled early, here's what my kids get. But rather than have that, there was this uh, Secretary of Treasury, a guy named uh, Henry, and I can't even pronounce this guy's last name. It's <laughs> Morgenthau. Henry Morgenthau, I think it would be. Yeah, I think so. Uh, the committee sent Roosevelt the recommendation for pay-as-you-go. So think of pay-as-you-go more as a welfare program more than a Social Security insurance. So now we had the Secretary of Treasury and the Secretary of Labor all fighting over. Kind of doesn't it sound like today with the Democrats and politicians? Yep, it sounds exactly <laughs> like it. Yeah, uh, my, and I'm yeah. looking kind of in, kind of here on my desk. I see a really old kind of banner, those flyers. Uh, so uh, the Secretary of Labor, as Francis Perkins put out one, join the march to old age security. Um, so he argued for the pay as you go. Um, but Roosevelt, you know, the important thing people re really need to realize is when Roosevelt looked at the two options, he looked as a pay for yourself. Uh, now, Congress, what happened was the Social Security Act of 1935 was signed. Congress passed a leg legislation. Uh, the initial Social Security program was that insurance. Tax started collected in 1937, and the benefits started in 1942. Um, you know, the tax could be imposed under taxing power of the federal government, Payments to the elderly could be justified by the power to promote the general welfare. And, but these things really couldn't be linked at the time. Uh, the Supreme Court found that the program was constitutional, so, so everything was approved. Uh, but look at where it's gone. Uh, it's certainly changed in all those years. And, and when we come back from break, we can talk about that. That sounds great, Tom. And why don't you give our listeners uh, really quick before the break uh, that phone number they can call to set up that complimentary consultation and get that Social Security maximization report run 
at no cost with no obligation. Absolutely, folks. Just give us a call. The phone number is 678-638-6363. And our website is very easy, too. It's Georgia Wealth Advisor. So it's gawealth.com. And we will be happy to run a Social Security maximization report for you. You never have to leave the home. We can talk about all the different options. You have 96 different months to file. Husband and wives need to know about survivor benefits. So we cover all of that. Again, it's just 678-638-6363. All right. Thanks, Tom. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Operation Retirement and our host, Retirement Ranger Tom Lowry, right after this. Throughout our working years, we attempt to accumulate as many eggs as possible into our retirement nest. Unfortunately, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where their retirement assets should be invested. At Georgia Wealth Advisors, we have put together a simple way for you to group your retirement assets. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, download a complimentary color of money report at gawealth.com or call us today at 678-638-6363. There may have been a time when the ups and downs of the stock market were exciting. But if you're retired or near retirement, for you that time has passed. A predictable return, a predictable income, and security may not be exciting, but your needs usually change as you grow older. When you're ready for a relatively more predictable instead of an exciting financial plan, call Georgia Wealth Advisors. We focus on crafting financial strategies that aren't exciting, but effective. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Georgia Wealth Advisors. Visit us online at gawealth.com. And welcome back to Operation Retirement. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And of course, I'm here with Ranger Tom Lowry uh, of Georgia Wealth Advisors. And Tom, great show today, talking a bit about the history of Social Security and how it got started, uh, what it is, Uh, Now, there are a lot of issues that people have with Social Security. I don't think a lot of people think uh, it's that big of a deal or uh, they think it's easier than it is. Uh, But a lot of people end up getting reduced benefits, don't they? Absolutely. And and right now, my recent numbers are about 74% of people collecting Social Security are not collecting their maximum benefits. They're receiving uh, reduced amounts, uh, 76% of all women and 71% of all men. Um, you know, and the fact is we're, you know, the folks are aging, you know, we have an aging population. As I said, we're getting older. Uh, you know, the entire world is getting older. Uh, an interesting fact is they sell more adult diapers in, uh, Japan than they do baby diapers. Um, so we're, you know, we're, living a lot longer. In fact, we've had about a 18% increase of people over the age of 85 collecting social security. We have almost 2 million people collecting uh, social security at the age of 90 and about 51,000 people are over the age of 100. So Tony, I want to talk about women specifically because they tend to live longer. So of the 50 or 60,000 people that are uh, age 100, most of them, uh, and these numbers I had out of 51,000, 44,000 
of the people over age 100 are women and only 7,000 are, are men. So I always think a married couple need to maximize that higher primary insurance amount, that higher benefit, um, because of the joint life uh, survivor benefit that it provides. So, um, you know, just real quickly, let me just talk about, you know, how they're uh, offered, who qualifies, how they figure it out. Um, maybe if we have time, we'll talk about taxation, you know, how to apply. If not, folks can call me and ha- we'll have a follow-up because I've got so much information here, Tony. Well, yeah. I could fill and up it's five important. shows. It is <laughs> important. Well, well, let's let's get started then. Uh, what's the first thing you want that we need to talk about here? Well, Tony, first of all, let's talk about how it's funded. About 82%, of much 80% or better of the money comes from the employer and the employee. As I said, you pay into it every year through payroll deductions. 15% is earned on interest on those reserves. And 3.1% comes from the tax they put on Social Security benefits, which we'll talk about if we get a chance. So now, number one, the benefits are wage-driven. So the you know if you maximize your benefit or, or how much you've made every year, now the employer-employee each pay will send 6.2% for Social Security. Now, there's a 2020 limit that's 137700 So, Tony, if you make 140000 that last little bit would not be taxed for Social Security. Now, you're also paying 1.45% for Medicare and uh, the Affordable, Hair, uh, affordable uh, Care Act. Uh, act increase. So again, 6.2% for social security, 1.45 for your, uh, Medicare hospital and affordable care act. Um, now you become eligible by having 40 quarters. So obviously that's at least 10 years of wages. The quarters don't have to be consecutive. So sometimes say housewives, they work, they have to come at home and take care of kids and they go back to work. Um, they don't have to be cons- uh, consecutive, and they do not expire. But the benefits will be calculated on the uh, average of the 35 highest years of earnings. Now, if you only work 30 years or, or if you work any time less than 35, they'll just use zero, you know, for those years uh, if you didn't work a full 35 years. But we all want to work 45 or 50 years. Lord knows that's what we all want to do, right, Tony? Right. Right. <laughs> no. Uh, but you know what? That's true. I mean, obviously, uh, everybody's situation is different, but uh, you want to make sure that you're going to have as much as possible there when you need it. And so what you're talking about is uh, people leave a lot of money on the table with Social Security that they could be getting in that Social Security check, but they're not because... Uh, they don't file correctly or at the right time for their own situation, right? That's right. And, Tony, let me tell you, and the other thing, it's absolutely right. You have to maximize. It's why we offer the Social Security Maximization Report. Folks, I recommend, if nothing else, you give us a call and get that Social Security report in your hands and look at it. There's uh, all different ways to file. Everybody's retirement is different, Tony. Some people will retire early. And sometimes it makes sense if they're retiring early that one of the spouses take their Social Security early because 
keep in mind, uh, you know, upon the death of the first spouse, the survivor is going to get the um, higher benefit, right? So I have a lot of folks as they're looking at a uh, husband might be three or four years older than the wife. We're looking, the wife's not working. She's 62 or 63. Um, and uh, her benefit's higher than 50% of his. Um, it makes sense sometimes for her to file early because, again, uh, maximize the, the higher one so that the first spouse that passes away, their survivor's only going to get the higher of the two. So whatever the lower benefit is, is gone up, upon the first death. So, but then you ask yourself, well, gee, you know, if I'm retiring and I'm counting on this social security check, do I have a, you know, enough people paying into the system, um, to, uh, you know, to keep the money coming in. And back in 1945, Tony, to give you an example, we had a, almost 42 people, um, paying into social security for every one social security recipient. Tony, I think right now it's somewhere around one or one and a half uh, workers so for each social security recipient. Uh, 2010 was my latest one I have here, 2.9 for every. So um, the question is, are they, is it going to be stable? You know, and it's kind of putting it on the fact when we retire, we need to, you know, take our income in our own hands. And that's why we make income plans as much as we do investment plans, right? You, you're the outcome of your money is income. So for the listeners out there, I spend more time with our clients and for folks that visit with me, making sure they're going to have that monthly income they need. If that's five, if you're making a hundred thousand dollars a year and you're going to need $8,000 a month in retirement, what is the best way to get as close to that as you possibly can and know you're going to receive that not for the next 10 or 15 or 20 years. What if you live to the age of 100? You certainly don't want to count balances going to zero before your blood pressure does. Yeah. But the first step is really maximizing your social security because for every dollar of social security benefits that you have, that's one less dollar you're going to have to pull out of that precious nest egg. So, so if you give us a call, folks, again, the phone number is 678-638-6363, 678-638-6363. That's right. And Tom, before we go, that social security maximization report, it does over 20,000 calculations and it can figure in things like uh, strategies for spousal benefits, uh, for social security, uh, social security filing strategies for uh, uh, couples, obviously individuals uh, based on age, will tell you that sweet spot of when to file to maximize those benefits. And you've seen people leave tens of thousands uh, or more on the table. It, it can make that big of a difference, can it? It it sure can, Tony. And you know, it's always it, social security works with three letter words, everybody. So you need to understand your PIA your FRA and your DRCs. And if you don't know what those letters stand for, folks, give us a call. Uh, 678-638-6363. All right. Thanks, Tom. And listeners, that about does it for today's episode of Operation Retirement with the retirement ranger himself, Tom Lowry. Folks, enjoy the rest of your Sunday afternoon. Thank you for listening, and by golly, God bless.
bless America. Thank you for listening to Operation Retirement with Ranger Tom. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Tom Lowry at Georgia Wealth Advisors. Call 678-638-6363 or visit their website at gawealth.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Opinions expressed are solely those of Georgia Wealth Advisors, LLC, and staff. All topics covered are believed to be from reliable sources. However, Georgia Wealth Advisors, LLC makes no representations as to its accuracy or completeness. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services offered through Georgia Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through Georgia Wealth Management, Inc. Georgia Wealth Advisors, LLC, and Georgia Wealth Management, Inc. are affiliated companies. Tom Lowry and Georgia Wealth Advisors, LLC, and Georgia Wealth Management, Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.